Hello, welcome to Pastor Wale Speaks on Family Life. And today I want to talk about a subject which I've entitled Minding the Gap. Minding the Gap. You know, in many, if you're, if you're a frequent uh, train traveler, you will find that um, as you're approaching a station, um, the, the conductor will go over the uh, uh, address system and say, Mind the Gap at the next station. Uh, because often there's a gap between the train mm. and the platform and sometimes people are want to step into the gap and if you do that you could be endangering your life so today i'm talking about some of the gaps that you will find in the marriage in the marriage uh, in the marital home some of the gaps that, that we don't want to step into so this session is devoted to talking about the gaps that couples can fall into that can endanger their marriages. Okay, um, I say a big welcome to Charles Adefope, you're welcome. Uh, to Chukuma Okeke, you're welcome. To Bangboe Kenny, you're welcome. Um, nice to have you uh, joining us today for this session. Well, what are the gaps? What are the gaps that you want to mind? The gaps you don't want to step into, otherwise you could be endangering your marriage. Some of these things may sound, may sound very trivial, but they're not. They're quite important. Gap number one, it's very easy to make assumptions about how your partner thinks or how your partner feels about a particular issue. Many times, our assumptions are wrong. Okay? So it's very easy. You know, you have a situation and you just assume that this is what your partner must think about the situation. Um... Not always the case. You could be wrong. So instead of making an assumption, why don't you just ask your partner, what do you feel, what do you think about this matter? Okay. Um, and, and conversely, it's often uh, likely for us to assume that our partners know how we feel about something. So... so um, you know, they, they, they could be, we could be totally wrong and they, they've got it missed. They've missed us. So why don't you just tell them? Just tell them how you feel about a particular matter. Uh, Chris Monu, you're welcome. Uh, Michael Ehizwa Asilime, you're welcome. Dan Relay Ogeimbo, you're welcome. And David Okusunogu, Pastor David Okusunogu, you're welcome. Jotu, you're welcome. Uh, on this matter where I'm talking about minding the gap the gaps that we don't want to step into otherwise we could get put our marriage into some kind of situation so content constant assumptions constant assumptions gradually erode the confidence that couples have in one another so mind this gap don't fall into the gap of making assumptions about what your partner thinks or feels about a situation tell them or ask them okay now the second gap and these are really very simple things but they can they can be very uh, damaging to a marriage if you don't you're welcome uh, rebuking your spouse in the presence of company rebuking your spouse in the presence of company whether it is from the husband to the wife or from the wife to the husband mm. uh, rebuking your spouse in the presence of company will build up 
resentment. That is an inevitable result. It will build up resentment and it is absolutely unnecessary. All you need to do, all you need to do is wait. It's totally uncalled for. Don't, don't, don't correct them. Don't rebuke them in the presence of company. Um, all you need to do is wait till you're alone together and then explain. By that time, you might not be as hot as you were when the offensive was an offense came. Um, so don't rebuke your spouse in public. Whatever your spouse does that upsets or offends you can wait. It can wait. Sit on it. It can wait till you are alone together. Okay. Nelson Obi, welcome. Juliet Morganeke, you're welcome. Um, now, another gap is presenting a united front, especially to your children. Children can sense when parents are not at one over a matter, and they are masters at exploiting any differences. So, so present a united front, and you cannot present a united front until you have sat down, talked about the situation, agreed together. You know, I, I, I know what children can do. Simple things uh, like... Um, can I buy ice cream? If mommy says no, they go to daddy. If daddy doesn't know that mommy has said no, if they don't have a common policy about it, then daddy might say yes, and then mommy gets upset. Uh, Flora, or Dr. Alex Alex, DJ Alex, you're welcome, DJ Alex. Flora Omorui, you're welcome. Uh, Jackson Ekugum, Jackson Lifeway, I haven't seen Lifeway in a while. Abiola Famiyesin, you're welcome. Um, we're talking about minding the gap. What are the gaps that, that are often arise in married life? So I've talked about a few things so far. I've talked about making assumptions about what each other thinks or feels. Um, sometimes you make an assumption. You do it in all honesty, in all sincerity, but you're wrong. So it's so, so much simpler to just ask, how do you feel about this? Or when the assumption is the other way around, tell them, this is how I feel about this matter. Um, so no assumptions rebuking your spouse in the presence of company will build up resentment save it save it till you're alone together and then you can talk Kofo Kego, you're welcome uh, to Pastor Wally speaks on today minding the gap um, so rebuking your spouse in the presence of company and especially in the presence of the children just don't do it that's a no no um, Wait until you are alone together. Okay. Another gap is resolving differences. How do you resolve differences? Uh, as much as possible, differences should be settled in private between the couple. It is only when a problem cannot be resolved between by the couple that they should seek help. Um, so no going to friends, no reporting to relations, um, between the two of you sit down and if you really want to mind this gap then pick a time when both are, are relatively at ease and not tense and are not likely to make it difficult for you to talk about the matter 
So differences should as much as possible be settled uh, between the, the parties. As much as possible, seek help from third parties such as pastors or professional counselors, but avoid involving members of your extended family in your marital problems. It is difficult for extended family members who to be impartial, and they're likely to remember the issues long after you've both forgotten them and overcome them. Samuel, Moshokwefolua, you're welcome, Princess Adasa Obahi, you're welcome, Stanley. Undiluted praise, Arinze, you're welcome. Um, I'm talking about the gaps, minding the gaps that can come up in marriage, in the place of marriage. Uh, now, another gap is total, total openness in financial matters. Um, where, I, I, again, assumptions are, are possible here, where a wife assumes that her husband can afford it, okay? And because he's not open, he, he, she doesn't know what he's earning, what he's earned, what is available to him, what are the challenges that are facing him because he's not been open. Uh, she makes the assumption, he, be, he resents it because he feels that she really is, is stretching him beyond his, his limit and... Um, that, that's 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 tough. Brian, Gideon Ekanem, you're welcome. Brian Ayeni, you're welcome. Victor James, uh, Abbasiakan Ekim, you're welcome. Kofojuel, you're welcome. Um, so total openness um, when it comes to financial matters. This can help prevent major problems from developing. Okay, financial prudence thrives when all the cards are laid down on the table. It's a big gap that you mustn't fall into. Okay? When you're open about your finances, it also engenders trust in one another. Okay? Plan your budgets together. You should both have inputs and then support each other in keeping your budget. I, I find in, in a marriage that one person is generally better at handling funds than the other and uh, it, it'll help if you if you agree who the better person is to handle funds I mean you know uh, with some people you put money into their hands and it's gone before you know it before they know it it's gone uh, so here's the opportunity pick it could be the wife it could be the husband who's more uh, 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 reliable at handling funds when they they come in okay um, so total openness, budget. You know, a budget is really very simply a financial plan. And it is said that if you fail to plan, you are actually planning to fail. So if you don't have a budget, um, let me use a simple illustration. If you go shopping, maybe your weekly or your monthly shop, um, you go shopping and you don't have a list, then you will come back from the shops with far more than you intended to buy because the list constrains you okay uh, you've set up the things that you actually need and when you get to the shops you go you buy them and you leave okay so planning a budget is a, is a job that should be taken together finance is one of the major causes of disruption in marriages and it really needn't be if couples are open with each other with their money issues they save themselves much pain I know that somebody is going to ask, 
Um, well, what if the wife has more income than her husband? Um, how do they handle their finances in those circumstances? And I want to say that very simply, that I think it's a very simple answer. You're married now. You, the two of you have become one. And therefore, your resources should be joint. I mean, if you couldn't trust each other with, 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 with each other's uh, resources, then why did you get married? You're married, pool your resources. At least pool the resources that you need for your common welfare, for your, your common wealth as a family. Um, so that, that's, that's, to me, is really very straightforward and very simple. Ishola Shadi, um, you're welcome. Martins Ulushakin, you're welcome. Um, great to have you join us on this episode or webisode or whatever they call it. Um, somebody recently told me that his best friend was a female and he found it much easier to confide in her even after he had become married. That's a gap that you will fall into. Um, I think after a couple marry that they should be able to have friends in common. Okay, If you had a friend, you shouldn't hide the friend or hide the relationship with your friend from your spouse. Okay, You should both be able to, of the level of, levels of friendship will be different, but you should be, both be able to have a friendship with your friend. Okay, And uh, if it's a person of the opposite sex, then you really have to restrict, you have to, the friendship has to change. You cannot discuss intimate things, with the things that are intimate between yourself and your wife with this person because they're your best friend. Um, so, so that requires a lot of wisdom. And uh, if you're not careful, um, you're going to bring difficulties. Um, you know, um, let me say, finally, I, I don't see anything wrong with maintaining friendships with members of the opposite sex if you're married, but there's nothing to hide. If there's nothing to hide, then you'll be able to bring your spouse into the relationship. Okay, so so that's a, that's another gap. Um, upon getting married, relationships with most of the people around you will have to change, especially with family and close friends. I think you just have to be able to send a, a, a signal to the people that have been very close to you in the past, sometimes best friends, that the, the, the boundaries have changed. There are new lines, and these lines are not meant to be crossed over. Um, it, it must be obvious to everyone, everyone, including your parents, um, siblings, etc., that your spouse now takes precedence over everyone else in your life. The two of you have become one. Your spouse must take precedence over everybody else in your life. I think it's also good. It avoids falling into a gap. If the two of you can develop a policy together on how to deal with friends and relations so that you, you, you are both, even if you're not together at the time of an incident, you both know exactly what to do. Um, and finally, and this is a short session today, finally, the family that prays together stays together. And so it's important that, that families take time uh, as families, not, not, not as individuals, husband having his own prayer time, wife. No, 
there ought to be a time when the whole family comes together and prays together. And this will, will, will build the family in ways that you cannot imagine because this is a spiritual thing that you're doing. I'm very happy to, to, to hear from you. I'd like your feedback. Um, please, uh, you can also send email to info at waliadefarasen.org. I'll be happy to receive them. Um, Joseph Anurukem, you're just joining us. You're welcome. Anthony May Rebelle, you're welcome. Uh, nice to have you with us today. Um, so today is, is a short session. I talked about minding the gap. Um, it's been a pleasure to have brought this episode to you. I'll be back again on Thursday evening at 4 p.m. with another episode where I'll be talking about something else, talking about family life. Um, so until Thursday, please stay blessed. Mind how you go. God bless you. <laughs>